0: Hey there, this is Jill with the Pickle Jar Podcast, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today's episode is the Unwell Addie. What do you do when you are unwell with adrenal insufficiency? And before we get to that, um, I want to remind you first of all, I'm not a medical professional. I'm just a girl with an illness sharing the information that she knows and hopes that it makes a difference for you. And if it does make a difference for you, if there's anything in any of these episodes that you feel um, resonates with you the stories that you hear I know they're making a difference I'm getting the feedback so please if do this pickle a favor and just take a moment and share it on social media tell your friends about it educate your family educate your co-workers And more importantly, get the information out into the adrenal insufficiency world. So we can build this community strong. We can share our stories and we can be empowered in our own wellness. That's what the pickle jar podcast is all about. And then if you listen to the end of this episode today, I'm going to be sharing with you some tips and advice, things that I do in my world to make sure that I am prepared. If I become unwell with an illness or an injury, Um, just some little, little tidbits of advice that I hope that you can find useful. So What do we do when we are unwell, when we are unwell with adrenal insufficiency? First of all, you know we are at high risk in those situations for adrenal crisis. So we might be fighting an injury or an illness, and then it might put us into an adrenal crisis. And we all know the obstacles, um, possibly in the medical professional world of being treated with that and getting fast treatment, and it can be life-threatening. So we need to be extremely cautious and we need to be ready. We need to be ready of the early symptoms of illness so you know your body trust your body have a plan in place talk to your doctor now talk to your family now be ready do you have a high-risk job where you might get injured are you prepared at work for that injury or if something even if you get started to become unwell at work do you have your medication do you have an, an emergency kit ready to take care of yourself to get that medication on board as fast as possible and if you need some tips and advice specific specifically about that. We have some past episodes about hospital bags, hospital care plans, adrenal crisis, and all kinds of other things that you can go back and listen to as well. So be prepared, be on top of it, listen to your own instincts and trust your body. So that first sign that something's not right, say you're getting sick, you get the chills. We all know what that feeling's like when all of a sudden you're like, "Hmm, something's not right. I've felt this before. Be ready, monitor what's going on in your body and decide whether, when it is time to take extra medication. So, you know, you feel off, you get the chills. Um, perhaps even going to the dentist might cause low cortisol symptoms for you. That is something that personally happens um, with me. Um, a surgery, migraines, if you're prone to migraines an infection, um, I'm often, and I've heard it from a lot of people with Addison's disease, asymptomatic bladder infections um, I often end up going into almost into a crisis and the blood work will show that I have a bladder infection that I wasn't aware of already. Um, vomiting diarrhea, we know we put that at risk, puts us at risk of dehydration, which is extremely dangerous for us. And then it's the obvious having a cold or a flu. So the question is, what do you do if this happens? So basically, if it happens, if you get a fever. And it's about 38 degrees Celsius, which is about 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So, kind of what you want to do is you want to start. The general rule is to start doubling your dose. Okay, so double your daily dose. So if you take 30 a day, you're now going to take 60. Um, what I would suggest you want to distribute that 60, that double dose, whatever that number is, you want to double it evenly throughout the day because you're fighting that infection or whatever's going on in your body evenly throughout the day. You don't want to you know, double a dose in the morning and have a lower dose at night because you're going to drop lower. And I hope that makes sense. You want to make sure you have even coverage so you have an even fight going on. Um, <clears throat> so keep that in mind. Um, So usually that just, you know, lasts for a few days. Obviously, something's going on. You got to double your dose. You might want to consult your doctor. Um, and if if it's been a few days and you come off that dose and you're still not well, you need to consider about continuing that dose. Um, and always keep in mind too: the longer you double a dose, you have to make sure you consult somebody about th- being safe about tapering down a- that dose, because if it's at a higher dose for an extended period of time, you might need to slowly bring down your dose to make sure that you're safe and you don't go into a crisis. Um, now, if that fever is higher, we're talking like a 39 degree uh, Celsius fever, which is about 102 What do you want to do? What you want to do is you want to, usually you want to kind of triple that meds, double, triple them. You know, you're fighting a stronger infection. There's something, there's a bigger fight going on in your body. And what you want to do is you want to um, go directly to the hospital. You really want to start getting consulted in that. You're really fighting something serious and you need to be monitored, especially for your electrolytes and stuff like that. So be extremely, extremely mindful. now same thing with vomiting. If you grow up, this is the problem. If you take oral medication and you vomit shortly after taking your medication, you want to make sure that you double your dose. Um, so if you vomit and bring up your medication within 30 minutes of taking it, take a double dose again immediately. That's kind of the general rule. Okay. I just read that right off my papers to make sure that I got it right. So, um, and always keep in mind, my personal general rule is Um, I want to, if I'm unsure about whether or not I should take meds, if I vomit, should I take meds? Is it right? I'm safer if I take the meds. Okay. Um, I want to be cautious about it and be mindful. And I want to learn from the experience to know what to do. So if I'm unsure in a situation, I take the meds. I make sure I question my doctor. The next time I see him, this is what I did in the situation. Was this the right choice? And then I'm going to learn from it. So when I'm in that situation, again, I know whether or not I'm making the right decision. So that's extremely, extremely important. Okay. So, and again, I have notes all over the place here. So just give me a second. Um, always have an emergency kit with you. Okay. If you don't have an emergency injections kit, you need to go back and listen to some of our past episodes about how important it is that you have that kit. Because if you're vomiting, if you're in diet, have diarrhea, if you are extremely ill, you spike a fever, you need to be prepared to possibly give you yourself an injection of hundred milligrams of soluportif. You need to keep yourself safe until you can seek medical professional help. Okay. So very, very important. So if you do not have a kit, if you do not have an emergency kit with soluportif, I need you to go back, listen to those episodes. And I need you to advocate for yourself. And if your doctor's not going to listen, if your endocrinologist is not going to listen, reach out to your local adrenal insufficiency organizations and see if they can help. Often they can write letters. They can advocate on your behalf on how important it is for you to have an emergency injection kit. Okay. I carry one with me all the time. There's one in my car. There's one in my purse. There's different spots in my home. I am as prepared as I possibly can be. And then always keep in mind when we have vomiting and diarrhea with adrenal insufficiency, we have a high risk of being dehydrated. Okay. So you need to go to the hospital and you need to get some saline solution and we need to rehydrate and keep our body safe. Cause that could be a deadly situation as well. Okay. So for the most part, those are just your general tips on what to do. You need to listen to your body. You need to be prepared with medication. Now I'm lucky. I take, um, I take my hydrocortisone, <laughs> excuse me, I actually have a little bit of a cold right now, through a, a diabetic infusion pump. Okay. So um, I pump solucortef through my body 24 hours a day. Um, it's pro- programmed as best as we can <clears throat> to mimic my adrenal glands. So when I'm sick, I actually have a program on my pump that says sick days, and it's programmed so that I get equal doses throughout the day and it's going to pump the meds through me continuously. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, and I don't have to worry about it. So the great thing about the infusion pump. <coughs> oh, sorry. Um, is my coverage at night. Cause that's always my concern when I was on tablets is when you're unwell, you want to sleep, you need sleep to recover. Um, so you go to sleep and you sleep for an extended period of time. My concern was always, I go to sleep and I'm not doing too bad. And what if I spike a fever or something changes in my sleep and now it drives my cortisol down and I'm unable to wake up. I've heard stories, heartbreaking stories in face groups before, (laughs) excuse me, of, you know, people with adrenal insufficiency, not feeling well, and they go to sleep and they never wake back up because they've spiked a fever. Something's happened in their sleep where their body couldn't cope and it put them in a state where they weren't able to ask for help. So that is one reason why I love my pump. One of the many reasons why I love my infusion pump is I know I can go to sleep and I have that coverage. I have that comfort that my solute Cortef is helping me fight whatever is going on with me. Um. So here are some of my personal things that I do to be prepared for when I'm that unwell Addy. So first of all, bedside, I have Gatorade. I have G2. Um, have some type of electrolyte mix that you're comfortable with close at hand. So if for some reason I'm ill, that G2 is right by my bed. So I have some fluids, I have some sodium. Um, I keep gravel in the house in case I get an upset stomach or diarrhea. I can take it quickly to resolve the situation as fast as possible. Um, When I get ill, I get extremely cold and I'm not too sure about you guys, but when my cortisol goes low, and pre-diagnosis, I would get ice cold throughout my whole body. So one thing I do when I'm not well is I bundle up. I put a hat on my head, there's mitts. I actually have a winter hat in my adrenal crisis kit um, so that if my body start, temperature is starting to drop, I can put a hat on, I can help regulate my body temperature. And if I can help regulate my body temperature, that's taking stress off my body. My body doesn't have to fight so hard to keep me warm and now can fight whatever's going on in my body. And that is top, top priority. (laughs) Yes. Hat mitts. Um, I love my heating pad. Okay. Again, body regulation. Um, we always keep obviously soup in the house for sodium. And so that I'm ready to go to balance myself as best as my instincts is telling me I have everything at hand. We have a little stockpile of stuff. Um, something i've done with my doctor in the past and i'm not too sure how comfortable all doctors might be with this but it's something that you can maybe approach them with my concern was always you know jill gets a really bad cold jill gets a really bad sore throat she gets tonsillitis she gets something's going on and she can't she knows it's happening and she's worried about that crisis situation she knows she needs to get antibiotics as fast as possible the normal person could wait, you know, 12, 24 hours, be uncomfortable, get to their doctor, get the antibiotics, but she knows the longer she waits, the long, the higher the risk she is to go into crisis. So we have in the past, um, my doctor actually wrote prescriptions for a couple different general antibiotics that I keep on file at my pharmacy. So if for some reason I'm coming down with something, um, I can go to the pharmacy and say, you know what, these are my symptoms what prescription is the best to help me fight it, to get me started. So I would start taking that prescription and then get in to see my doctor. Okay. So it's just, give me a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a jump start, so that I don't go into a crisis. Um, prednisone, I take soluportef. If you take hydrocortisone, um, as your regular medication for your replacement steroid, might be something to consider. I have a prescription for some prednisone because prednisone, if you don't know, lasts longer in the body. It lasts more like a 24 hour period. So the benefit of taking some prednisone when you're unwell is you have that nighttime coverage. So you can take your meds knowing that there's a little bit of extra coverage. So that might be something to discuss with your doctor. Can I keep some, if you don't take prednisone, can I keep some prednisone on hand so that if I'm not well, I can take you know, whatever you decide based on your daily dosage to help cover me over an extended period of time to complement your hydrocortisone use. So it might just be a conversation that you want to have with your endocrinologist. Um, Setting an alarm. This is something that I do. You know, I'm a single mom, I'm at home and I'm not feeling well. So I have nobody to shake me awake, you know, every few hours to find out if I'm okay. So one thing that you can do is set an alarm and that makes me feel more comfortable going to sleep because I, ha- I have that fear of what could happen in my sleep. Um, I set the alarm to wake myself up every few hours so I can wake up, I can access, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling about the same. Am I feeling worse? I actually did that when I had COVID back in March because I was scared COVID was gonna take over my body in the night. So I set an alarm, I'd wake up every few hours to kind of figure out, okay, you know what? I'm still feeling the same. I'm still good. I can go back to sleep. Have your hospital bag ready. Again, past episodes about what you can include in your hospital bag, but be ready if you have to go to the hospital quickly, if you're not feeling well um, so that you're prepared. So you want to have, you know, your emergency injections. Okay. With you, you want to have extra medication. And of course you want to have all your medical information and anything that you want to include in that medical bag. It is so, so essential. And time, you know, time is of the essence. So anything that you can do little to prepare now for an unfortunate situation, you want to do, okay? So make a list, make a little to-do list, open up some conversation with your doctor, your pharmacist. What is the best thing that you can do when you are unwell? And it's going to keep you safe is going to give you the best odds. And it's going to, more importantly, it's going to give you the best recovery time. Okay. The less traumatic and the less trauma and stress we can put our body on under when we're unwell, we're going to come back stronger and we're going to have better quality of life. And that's what it is all about. So again, I apologize for my voice, but um, I think with what's everything that's going on with me right now, and I'm not feeling well today, I decided that this was an episode that I needed to get out as soon as possible, despite the froggy voice. So again, thank you so much for joining me here in the pickle jar. And again, please, if you would like to share your story, please send me a message at the at We have some amazing, amazing inspirational stories coming up that I cannot wait to share with you. So thank you again for listening. And until next time, please be well, my pickles.